the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So I don't know what the uh, schedule is at uh, Life Community Church in Hilliard, but I got to believe most uh, churches uh, finish up on a Sunday around noon uh, yesterday. Uh, the Life Community Church, which is right there on the main road in Hilliard, uh, the old Sutherland's location. If you're of my era, you remember when that used to be a building supply area, and it was made into Life Community Church. It also house, houses in the rear of the Hilliard Food Pantry. And Sunday at uh, 12.45 p.m., uh, Norwich Township Firefighters, Columbus Division of Fire Firefighters, were called to Life Community Church, where flames were out of control in the food pantry area at the back of the building. And the food pantry is a total loss. It uh, consumed all of the food on hand. And this is a big deal uh, because uh, despite the uh, raging success of Bidenomics, uh, we have an inordinate number of people in uh, Hilliard and in and around Hilliard, which you don't think of Hilliard as being... uh, a super depressed area. They they service over a thousand families at this food pantry, and uh, everything's gone. Not just the goods, which is bad enough, but also the freezers and all the um, well, everything it's gone, uh, consumed in the fire. So Norwich Township firefighters are stepping up. They're going to be uh, reco- uh, They're going to be uh, collecting contributions. Uh, dry goods, non-perishable food items, as well as cash or checks made payable to Hilliard Food Pantry to support the organization during this time. Uh, 1,600 families who live in the Hilliard School District are serviced monthly by the Hilliard Food Pantry. Now, I've had uh, an, had occasions in the past to uh, work at the uh, Plain City Food Pantry, at the Mid-Ohio Food Bank, uh, Upper Arlington, I think. That was way back when. Uh, So this is a tragic situation, but it does not surprise me the response of those involved. They're located at Life Community Church, so they obviously have uh, faith as the guiding principle of their life. Erin West, the executive director of the Hilliard Food Pantry, uh, was stunned when she showed up to the scene. She says, when you invest a lot of your time and energy and love into a place and then see And then when you see it being destroyed, it really hits you hard, right? But I have faith. I just have faith that something good is going to come of this. So I try not to get too much in the doldrums, if that makes sense. Yes, of course that makes sense. It makes sense to anyone who has suffered a loss, a betrayal, um, an unexpected tragedy, and then has stayed faithful, stayed prayerful, received the charity of others joyfully. This is really a thing that uh, I know a lot of us struggle with. I've struggled with it at times. I learned a powerful lesson in this area. 
is receiving assistance with joy and appreciation, not with guilt or not with, no, 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 you don't have to do that, no, no. Because here's what you do, and I don't expect this would be a problem at the food pantry because they are accustomed to asking for assistance and accepting assistance, but there's just a lesson in your own life here that could be gleaned from this very unfortunate circumstance is that when someone offers to do something nice for you, allow them to do it and thank them profusely for doing it. Because if you say no, you are denying them the pleasure of serving, and you don't know how personal that desire might be. That might be a calling God has placed on their heart to serve you in a particular way, and you're like, oh, man, I'm, uh, things are tough for me right now, but I, you don't need to give me this or that or do this for me or whatever. No, you're denying, you're standing in the way of a blessing that God is using someone else to be the minister to in your life. So accept that. I don't anticipate at all that the Hilliard Food Pantry will have a hard time doing that, but individually we have a hard time doing that. And I'm not saying you need to, you know, be a grifter and seek these kinds of things out and play on sympathy and act like a victim and all that. There is a graceful way to do it, and there's a wrong way to do it. But keep in mind that when people want to serve you, you don't know the motivation behind that, and you should assume that the motivation behind that is pure and genuine and accept it. Now, we have a situation at the Ohio State House where a Republican House member is, I would gather from the circumstances that I have read about, uh, soon to be no longer a member of the Ohio House. His name is Bob Young, and he is a representative um, of the people in, uh, in, in and around Summit County, which is Akron, Canton. Uh, he has been charged with two misdemeanor counts of first-degree domestic violence and a fourth-degree felony charge of disrupting public service at his home in Green. Green is, I believe, a township up there. Mr. Young is 42 years of age. He is free on a $5,000 bond. And he is one of the 22 turncoat Republicans who was palsy-wowsy with Ohio House Speaker Jason Stevens. In fact, Jason Stevens uh, was with Mr. Young a couple of times recently, including being a guest in his home at a fundraiser. Uh, Mr. Young is accused of yelling at someone in his home on uh, the weekend and slapping another person. He's also charged with throwing his wife's cell phone into the swimming pool, which is where the felony charge of disrupting emergency services comes from. So he had an incident at 9 o'clock Friday morning, and then he had another incident at a relative's house in uh, Green. I don't know this guy at all, but... This sounds to me like the behavior of someone who is um, unstable. And you can make your own connections. There are myriad reasons why people become unstable. One of them, one of the main reasons why people become unstable is because 
they are not operating solely uh, within the parameters of their own good judgment. They are impaired in some way or another. I'm not trying to make excuses for the guy. That's not an excuse at all. He should not be a member of the Ohio House. He should no longer be a member of the Ohio House. And his integrity uh, was somewhat at least revealed last December when he decided to go back on his word to support Derek Marin as Speaker of the House and instead sided with Jason Stevens, who backstabbed his way into that position. I will never change my position on that. That is not a value judgment. That is a presentation of the facts. When you pledge to support someone for a position, and every single Republican in the House did pledge to support Jason, uh, support Derek Maron as Speaker of the House, and then a few weeks later you change your position, you have, ref- you have given a very loud, very bright example of your lack of integrity. And if you lack integrity, you would certainly have to lack integrity to do the kinds of things that Mr. Young is accused of doing. Likewise, you lack integrity if you are a university president of a college here in the state of Ohio and you, in the aftermath of a Supreme Court ruling overthrowing affirmative action in college admissions, say, I'm going to keep doing it anyway. I'm not going to pay any attention to what the Supreme Court says because I am above the law. I am running my own little kingdom here at Kenyon College or at Oberlin College. And I'm going to keep on doing what I've been doing. I'm not going to change a single thing about it. Uh, That is the position of the presidents at both Kenyon College and Oberlin College in the aftermath of the Supreme Court ruling that did say that you cannot use affirmative action in your enrollment decisions. Uh, Thankfully, Senator J.D. Vance took note of this And Senator J.D. Vance has responded, and we will tell you what his response is next. Man, I shudder to think what would be going on in terms of the representation of the state of Ohio if Tim Ryan had won the Senate race against J.D. Vance. Uh, Instead, uh, Vance is serving in Washington, and he has already made... Uh, consequential impact as it relates to East Palestine, Ohio, and he's keeping his eye on his home state when it comes to the application of laws either upheld or overthrown by the Supreme Court. Good Supreme Court session we just had. If you are a conservative, you are no longer required to extol the virtues of things you do not believe have any virtue. That was the basis of the 303 creative case where a wedding website designer said, I don't want to make wedding websites for same-sex weddings because I don't believe same-sex weddings comport with God's law, as stated in the Bible. She won. The left is super upset about it. Likewise, they're super upset about the overthrow of affirmative action which advantaged, for the better part of 50 years, people on the basis of their race. You could have higher test scores. You could have better grades. Oh, sorry. We have reached our allotment of white students or Asian students or Hispanic students. But we have plenty of room for people who academically are underachievers compared to you, 
but we will let them in because we want to racially balance our student body. This was not a benefit, by the way, to the students who were given advantage. Some of them, it was a definite leg up because they got into colleges they otherwise might not have gotten into. But many of them were thrown into a situation where they could not keep up with the pace of learning. And that was revealed in their application process, which the university ignored by prioritizing race over everything else. But you really have to be a special kind of arrogant to read the Supreme Court ruling, overthrowing affirmative action, stating clearly why it is bad for students regardless of their race, and pledge to continue to uphold affirmative action practices in the future regardless. And that's the case at both Kenyon College and Oberlin College, which doesn't surprise anyone here in Ohio who knows anything at all about either university or college because they are decidedly woke. But J.D. Vance, senator from the state of Ohio, has noticed that, and he sent a letter to the presidents at Kenyon and Oberlin. He said the United States Senate is prepared to use its full investigative powers to uncover circumvention, covert or otherwise, of the Supreme Court's ruling. You were advised, and this is the part I really like, you were advised to retain admissions documents in anticipation of future congressional investigations, including digital communications between admissions officers, any demographic or other data compiled during future admissions cycles, and other relevant materials. And then he drops a thread on them. He says, as you are aware, which if they're not aware, they are now, a number of federal criminal statutes regulate the destruction of records connected to federal investigations, some of which apply prior to the formal commencement of any inquiry. So I don't know, at Kenyon and at Oberlin, if you're that committed to affirmative action that you'd like to spend time in a federal prison for violating it, but maybe so. The president of Kenyon is a guy named Jeff Bowman, who in the aftermath of the overthrow of affirmative action said the decision was oh, disappointing and sobering. I'm sure it was disappointing and sobering. Uh, and he said, this is where he got into trouble, that the college remains committed to access and inclusion. Would you like to hear Mr. Bowman's quote? He said, while it will take some time to fully understand the implications of the ruling, no, actually, it doesn't take any time at all, Jeff. It's very obvious what the meaning and the gravity of the ruling was. Continuing his statement, I can say with certainty that the decision does not alter Kenyon's mission in our commitment to access and inclusion. In fact, it only strengthens our resolve. Now, that's really stupid to say that on the record. But he did it. And he must have liked it because he must have sent it over to Oberlin because their president, Carmen Twilly Ambar, pretty much quoted verbatim from it. Uh, she said she was, and I quote, deeply saddened and concerned for the future of higher education when the decision was announced. Now, I don't dispute Carmen Twilly Ambar being deeply saddened and concerned for the future of higher education because of the end of affirmative action. I think she is genuinely saddened and concerned for the future of higher education because in her woke world, she wants higher education to continue on the woke path it's been on for half a century. So she is saddened that it's going to be pulled back 
against its will to giving people fair opportunities based not on immutable characteristics, but on their ability to learn on the radical concept of meritocracy. She's terrified of that. And so is Jeff Bowman. Uh, Ambar also told students and faculty at Oberlin that rather than dampening her enthusiasm for affirmative action policies, the decision, and this is where she like copied right off Mr. Bowman, the decision only strengthens our determination to be a welcoming place where diversity is celebrated. Well, you know, here's an idea for diversity. How about if you guys both do this, Bowman at Kenyon and Ambar at Oberlin, how about when you're both found guilty of circumventing a Supreme Court ruling, how about you both spend time in the same jail cell? That'd be very inclusive and diverse, would it not? These people, they will not take no for an answer. It is one thing. It is one thing to be so filled with arrogance that you belittle people based upon their race, which is exactly what the Democrats do. Oh, you're black. You need a hand up. Oh, you can't possibly do it on your own. Remember the crazy person who said, this ends it. There's no way black people can compete. What is more racist than that? What is more racist than saying, oh, you're black? (laughs) You can never hang here unless we gave you an advantage. Like, are you kidding? Like, there are so many people who are, if you're going to label all black people intellectually inferior, there are so many people that confound that. I mean, this just is so stupid. But leave it to a Democrat to believe that in being blatantly racist, they are instead being inclusive, diverse, blah, 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 blah. More and more and more. Nobody more racist than a Democrat. Nobody. They birthed the KKK. They birthed Jim Crow. They view people as less than. And there's nothing more racist, more elitist than viewing people based upon their race, based upon their ethnicity, based upon where they live, as less than. It's just stupid. Now, Today is the last day to register if you want to vote in the August 8th special election that will be litigating whether Ohio establishes a standard of 60% voter approval to amend the Ohio Constitution. Uh, This is a big issue as it concerns the future of abortion in Ohio, but it also has, I think, big political ramifications for the immediate political future of Secretary of State Frank LaRose. We'll talk about that next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.